Hello. Welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends through a love of professional wrestling. I'm not Derek, I'm Zach. Uh-oh. Hey, it's me, Pepperoni Jump. No, I'm kidding, I ain't gonna do that. Oh. It's, uh, it's me, Matt, guess what? You're fired. Ah. Ah. Yeah, so, uh, pretty pretty chill day that we're all... Yeah, we're, re- uh, we're recording this about 45 ourselves. minutes after we found out that um, the less evil 70-year-old will govern all of us. Yeah. No, no, no question about it. Still pretty fucking evil, but but as far as e- well, as far as evil seventy year olds go, we we not we, as evil as the other we, one, we, and we came maybe out with, won't. Yeah, per, maybe we'll hide that evilness a little bit uh, the, and not the, perpetrate it so hard. The outlooks of life when you look down the two paths that were presented to us, one is considerably less bleak. Yes, and yes. that's and, the path. Luckily, we've chosen. We've chosen. Um. I legitimately was driving around running some errands this morning and let out like a legit like, dude, that was Katie came out because I was I was outside doing something and Katie came out and told me and then I got just doing something like I just imagine like playing with like trucks. Yeah, I was I was outside. I was outside minding my own business. No, I I was uh, I was putting some wood stain on something uh, and something wooden. But uh, uh, Katie came out and told me, and then uh, afterwards I got back to doing what I was doing, and I heard just like the scream from like down the the street. And my first thought was, "Oh no!" But then it was like, "Oh, that's a scream of joy." Yep. Like, like one of my yeah, buddies I... in a group chat, uh, like you know, he's he's a another Mexican guy, and he said that he walked out, and when he found out, he just saw his dad crying because he was so happy. Dude. Oh hell yeah! Genuinely, Stuff... hope everyone out there is breathing a sigh of relief, and if for some reason. If you think the wrong guy won, I don't know how you've listened to this podcast so often. And yeah, yeah. this is what episode like one seventy something. How are you? One seventy one. We've been yeah. pretty clear from the get go. <laughs> yeah. Unless you think that other guy was uh, someone who was not in the race, you know, like Bernie. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Sure. But, but we 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 knew what the match was said. It was like that time they had John Cena versus Randy Orton to the <laughs> unify the titles, even though the guy we wanted. Bernie Sanders, aka Daniel Bryan, was left out. <laughs> um, Dude, the Daniel Bryan of of uh, Washington D.C. though, Bernie yeah. Sanders. <laughs> but no, it's a uh, it's a big sigh of relief for me. The work is just going to be starting, but you know what? At least there's going to be ways that we can make progress instead of keep regressing the way that it has been, and not for lack of fight, not for lack of people caring, but for lack of fucking actual leadership at the top totally for lack of ability because of mm-hmm. you know a little bit of a roadblock mm-hmm. up at the top yeah and so um like i said work's just going to be starting we know there's still a bit of a fight left of course but at the end of the day this gives us a better opportunity to keep progressing keep being better people and just fucking like try to enjoy some fucking life that- yeah that's, That'd be nice. Yeah. The four year just, you know, anxiety attack that we've all been living through. Um, still not over. We still have a couple months mm-hmm. oh, to yeah. uh, oh. get through. Oh, yeah. Season two is just beginning. <laughs> but uh, but we'll get through it, too. We'll get through it, too. And speaking of fights, Isai, we got ourselves a full gear coming up uh, later. Oh, later oh. up. Uh, speaking of a fight ahead of us. Oh, boy. And speaking of, oh boy, you know what I like? Blue cheese. Omaha steaks. 
Because every time I bite into a juicy Yoma, I say, oh, boy, oh, that's boy. a good steak. You know what? I say, oh, boy, too. Some nice, oh, boy, Oberto jerky. Uh, oh. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> and when I think of jerky, I think of jerking it. Blue Chew. Well, I think I of jerky. Do. I think of Blue Chew. I think of the Jerky Brothers. Oh, the Jerky Boys. Hey, jerky. <laughs> You guys watch you guys watch wrestling this week at all? I watched um, as much I, as I physically could, which was not a not a ton. I, was, I watched um NXT and I currently have uh UK on on the TV in front of me. Setting up Kaylee Ray and Piper, right? Yeah, that'll be that'll be sick. That was a cool angle. It was a good cool match between um uh Ginny and um some like enhancement talent and then Piper came out and it's all just like really cool they're introducing more people into uk which is cool i mean they're about to get ben carter which is going to be so sick um, and um rampage brown who's yeah, also very sick which is fucking wild that dude's been wrestling forever that's a cool mm. name yeah he he did a he's ton a, in progress and he's he's sick he's a like a bald bearded mean guy oh, like he would fit yeah. right in with danny and oni mm. oh yeah oh yeah um you guys want to get into some wrestling yeah, should we? So I we talked a oh, little we, bit. We off, should mention yeah. Derek isn't here. Derek's, Derek, uh, yep, Derek's not here. Derek's not here. And sorry, you go ahead now. He was drinking the rocks tequila all night. Um, he wasn't. I know he wasn't even. But you know, I have I have it though. It's not bad. <laughs> I imagine it's not bad. Wait, no, um, like I'm enjoying a, a morning tecate. Dude, hell oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, and, and a Gatorade. Tequila makes me very sad. Um, I literally once woke up from a tequila drunk night um, a long time ago. And on my phone, there was a note that says tequila is coal, like T-O-A-L, and sad. <laughs> Dude. And I don't know what that means, but I, I, love that I you, felt it. that you left a note for yourself. Like, I have to remember not to do this again. I need to remember that tequila is coal. Cool. Every, every time like I, I end up just getting like if it's tequila time, like it's, Dude, it's game time. If I'm if I'm on tequila, I'm 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 on the table. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm jumping yeah. up and down. You'll find I'm, you. I, uh, yeah. I'm on the wagon. <laughs> uh, yeah, I hit a second gear that often is not seen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> full gear, full gear, dude. Ah, um, anything memorable happened on Monday? Like I don't remember. This week uh, has I been didn't watch. So I just long. I just watched a recap of it, uh, and I forgot. I think Riddle is now Riddle. Um, <laughs> and then did we talk about that last week? We, I think we I did. Think we did. And okay. I, I realized I missed a very good opportunity to say it fits since he's such a joke. Ah. Joke. And uh, apparently, he really impressed people in his match against Sheamus, where he lost. But uh, Sheamus, if you um, yeah, if you kind of step back. Um, it was a it was a hard hitting match. It's something that I would like if if they were both in New Japan doing this match, like for the never open weight title, it would have been like probably a similar match. Yeah. And that's and that's a good thing. It seems I think, like, like I Meltzer s- even gave it like four stars. I saw it was just it. like yeah. they're beating the shit out of each other is what it was. I saw a thing Sheamus too of just hits people for real. <laughs> yeah, he does. Uh yeah. you know, Matt Riddle doesn't have a ton of friends in the back, and so it seems like uh but it seems like him putting over Sheamus was something not a lot of people thought he was going to do and made him look really good. So, you know, I think he got in some good graces. Also, Vince likes him because um, everybody around Vince says that uh, Riddle reminds him of Shawn Michaels from back in the day. And like that to me is like insufferable. Such, yeah, like insufferable, <laughs> like overly confident. 
Um, I mean, Riddle is a good wrestler. Don't get me wrong, but just like carries it like in the front super hard, isn't afraid to ruffle feathers. And so I'm like, oh, I can see that because everybody says Vince likes to be challenged. Mm-hmm. Vince is like, I mean, that's why he fucking like will wrestle Brock Lesnar or Kurt Angle or Kurt Henning. <laughs> like, yeah, try to like fucking take them down. Jesus Christ. Um. Oh, yeah, those the guitar and a pole match. And who cares about that? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Lana, I think, went through a table again. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's now seven weeks in a row. That's kind of her yeah. thing. Which I, I kind of almost love. It's almost like, um, oh, fuck. What, Eva, Mar- Eva Marie? Yeah, Eva Marie's yeah. gimmick of, like, never wrestling. It's all, like, I started to love that before it, like, ended. I mean, considering that before the whole thing was like, oh, Lana just yells a lot at MVP. Uh, I like this significantly more. Oh, okay. This is the big news. because I didn't watch Raw very much. I was watching Monday Night Football. <laughs> Way more entertaining. Um, the big thing was Tucker lost in 37 seconds to Ricochet. Yep. Like, Ricochet's and, not the highest on the card either. No, well, Ricochet's a main eventer, like on main events. Main because after right that, now. and after even that, then Retribution came down and fucking jobbed out Ricochet. And they... That's um, not even... They're like, like at least joke. Ricochet got some, like... Um, like a little bit of offense. Seems like they're going with them again. It's like they're getting another three week chance. Yeah, they're they're very hot and cold. Um, with things, it's either they're gonna go all the way, which they should do on this. If you're gonna do it, just do it, or they just stop it and neuter it. Yeah. So, um, Ricochet gets a quick win over Tucker, who was in a big angle. He looked like a like a skinnier version of Demo, which was weird. Yeah. Like a demo if he didn't find Mastodon. Yeah. <laughs> Which is and significantly start drinking a lot. Yeah. And start drinking really heavy dark beers. Significantly yeah. <laughs> less hair on the shoulders. But um he got jobbed out in thirty seven. He didn't even lose to the six thirty. He lost to the recoil. Like oh, in, like that thirty seven seconds. And then Ricochet at least got like to pepper in some stuff and was fighting back. And there's like a story with yeah. like, Ali and Ricochet that they're building. It's like okay, Ricochet's not like buried. Tucker was buried six feet under. Holy fuck! Yeah, yeah, he's done. Like he's done. He'll I mean, back from this. he'll be on. He'll be on like main event, and that's it. He'll be on catering. <laughs> he needs. He really needs to just like find someone else back there to start a tag team with. Yeah, like, right. Bag Bruce Pritchard to let him do it. Yeah. All right. Um. That's and then Drew McIntyre beat up Miz and Morrison. There's shit going on with the Fiend and Orton and all. That. I don't care. Didn't did, did um, was it who who did they declare a, a captain for the Men's Survivor Series team on Monday? Yeah, they did, Matt. It's me. Oh, Gillette. oh my God. Which is fitting because this the Survivor Series is all celebrating the Undertaker, and it's going to be supposedly his last appearance. And so AJ being captain is fitting. Yeah, uh, probably. I'm I'm going to guess we see one more one more tombstone to AJ uh, as Undertaker's you know yeah. last ride. Last ride. Last ride. Yeah, I'm gonna you know, <laughs> give him the last ride. Me, Mark. Hey, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> what up, dude? I wish I was actually dead because the way this country's going. <laughs> Me too, Mark. I'm, I'm not mean to call you a Mark. Sorry, Taker. <laughs> I, this country just got shaved by Gillette, if you know what I mean. Dude, that is probably what he's thinking. Uh, 
But so that's, you know, that's fine and all dandy. Uh, did anyone watch SmackDown yesterday? No. I, I plan on watching at least Sasha Bailey. I saw I got it spoiled, but yeah. I plan on at least watching that. I saw but... they had a good rematch, a uh, regular old match. And then I also saw that, you know, that we're just reinforcing some more of the uh, the the reigns, the, the reign of Roman Reigns kind of being an authoritative head of the table type. Which is cool. I like that. Oh, I do too. No, mm. it's perfect. He even put like yeah. Paul Heyman in his place a little bit, because like, uh, what was it? Uh, was it Kevin Owens and Jay ended up having a match? Um, and Kevin Owens I like was Kevin in the red shirt. I saw, I saw that. Yeah, Kevin in a red shirt. Kevin. So Kevin, I guess had been doing something earlier in the night, and uh, Roman actually got pissed off at Paul Heyman. He was like, you know, like you're supposed to see this stuff coming. Like this is what I have you around for. Uh, after he told Jay, like, all right, go embarrass him tonight. Uh, so it's cool. It's very much well, like this is an well, organization, see, Roman. I'm not always very good at looking ahead <laughs> yes. and uh, you know, predicting th- trouble that might happen. Fucking a right. I'm uh, the big dog. <laughs> yeah, that, that I'm the tribal like, ha- chief. Yeah. The Roman stuff actually has me like excited to watch SmackDown because, like, oh, even great. if like like. You know, maybe that match at Hell in a Cell was a little long and stuff. Like, all the character stuff, like, around it is so good. Like, it's the stuff that's kind of missing from wrestling a lot where it's like... Everything else. (laughs) Yeah, like, like wrestling, like, in 2020, like, in-ring is is the best it's ever been. Like, just across the board. Like, just like you watch, like, the NFL, the athletes are the best they've ever been, you know. Um, But the stories sometimes are pretty lacking like you have to turn off your brain entirely and just tune into the wrestling for it to work and it's nice to actually have like a main event story that i care about more than like the in-ring stuff yeah that almost never happens in wrestling anymore right where like where the wrestling itself is kind of just the cherry on top Mm. Yeah, and and like Jay's been delivering on that front, and Roman, like now that he gets to be a heel, gets to show that aggressive side too. Yeah. So it's good, but the story on this one definitely is fits into their narrative. They try to always tell us like we make movies, and it's like the the wrestling's just kind of part of it. Like this on this storyline, it's like you know what I fucking agree because the story outside of it makes the wrestling matches what they are. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um. Matt, I take it you watched AEW. Uh, no, no, I was supposed to watch what? NXT this week, but uh, I will. I mean, so here's what happened: I watched NXT, and then I I watched some highlights from AEW. And it, you know, because oh. I I'm watching Full Gear tonight. Don't even fucking get me wrong. Um, but, <laughs> but I I I watched. Uh, I basically I watched. Um. Uh, you know, Eddie Kingston and John Moxley break. Uh, that break, fucking break promo so, was... break social distancing rules, and I loved every second of it. They but, uh... definitely were smooching. <laughs> yeah, there was spit in each other's mouths, visibly. Yeah. Uh, but um, it was their it was promos were so good. It was good. It was Kingston, Darby, Darby, Allen, and Priscilla Kelly just spitting in each other's mouths. <laughs> yeah, R.I.P. Um, I love Eddie Kingston's like, I'm gonna take this title off you. I'm gonna go show my mom. This is why I didn't give her no grandkids. Why I didn't this give is the reason no- I didn't give it no grandkids. Yeah, this- <laughs> because this is more important. And then God, I I love it so much because it's like such a caricature, and you I but I believe it one hundred percent. Like there's nothing he is he is himself turned up 
to 11, but himself naturally is 10.5. And then when, when Moxley is like, I'm going to, you know, like I was excited for you when you got, when you got hired, he's like, don't you say you're excited for me. And then like Moxley's like, I sat down at the table with your mother. Don't you bring up my mother. <laughs> I sat down at the table with your mother. I told I said, her I'd, I'd watch take care of you. you. I'd <laughs> always have your back. And now you got to tell them it's a lie. I love that, like, this feud is just, like, something that you'd see straight out of, like, a Jersey, like, shit dive bar. Well, no, that's what like, reminded me two of. two dudes arguing at a pool table. Y'all ever see, I like, told my mother I'd bring you the title! You, you know uh, that, like, Nick Kroll character, Bobby Bottle Service? Mm. Whenever, whenever he brings up his mother, he just starts crying. <laughs> like, even in just, like, regular playing conversation. Like, I would never let a meal go cold on you, mama! I would never let a meal go cold on you! It's like the fucking Jersey Shore, like, when, like... I don't know if you've ever watched do Jersey the situ- Shore. Do the situation. It's like Vinny, like how close he yeah. is with his mom. Dude, exactly. <laughs> it, it's a very, very like Italian, like family oh dynamic, stereotypical family dynamic. Neither of you have watched The Circle, have you? No, uh-uh. Is there, yeah, okay. is there a wonderful Italian uh, character there, on there? There is. He's the most trash person on any TV show that I've absolutely like fallen in love with. <laughs> Like over the course of a TV show, yeah. that show is, I I can't recommend it enough. You will not believe me that it's good the first t- episode or so, but it it goes takes you on a journey from the, going this is like normal trash reality TV to oh this is something so much better by the end of it. I'm sure I will uh, watch this. I just I just sent both of you something in the the updated group chat. Um, I just want live reactions. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. It is. It is wrestling related too, but also very much. uh... Oh my God! I'm gonna just read this aloud because the (laughs) the listeners need Linda McMahon. Jesus Christ! Tweeted. (laughs) Stand with. Stand with the prez at real Donald Trump for a fair count of legal votes. Ignoring court orders and breaking state laws is the opposite. We must continue the challenge at VP at America first pack uh fuck you linda um but cm punk uh quote tweeted it with um the picture of himself blowing the kiss when he won the title but it's joe biden's face yeah <laughs> it's very uh... i love that cm punk does not give a single fuck no and the no, thing is they'll probably end up bringing him back at wrestlemania yeah and here's the thing like linda We'll never see that tweet from him. Like, even if she does actually run her own Twitter, which I'm sure she which doesn't. She like, I'm sure it's it's an aid. Um, like, they get so many replies and shit that like it's gonna be filtered like away from her. Like, dude, well, you know, like, CM she'll Punk. She'll never see this. CM Punk blocked Linda McMahon day one. Yeah, he probably unblocked just for this. Just for this, yeah. <laughs> um, what else oh. did happen on on Dynamite? Getting ready for full gear. Um, I had the results, but then I saw that and I just had to. It, it, it yeah, it. it had to. But I watched it. Just there's been just so much that's going on, um, that my brain just kind of uh shut off. Uh, exactly, it's been, and that's kind of what we talked about before the podcast. You know, this week is we're gonna talk about full gear. We're gonna hit the quick hits, but yeah, it's it's been a week where bigger shit than wrestling's been going on. Yeah, yeah um, like we're gonna try to yeah. keep pretty positive on this one too. Like just. Don't yeah. need any more of that this week. Yeah, we we we, we needed a win and we yeah. need some of the happy times. Uh, Guevara and Ortiz lost to 
Wardlow Wednesday and M. Jeff. Oh, yeah, happened. yeah. Uh, Miro beat Trent, and I didn't like the match too much. It was the best match that Miro has had because Trent is good. I don't Trent like is very good. I don't like beating Trent in this. Um, it is what it is. Hangman had a good promo. Oh yeah, because um, Hangman and Kenny is is at full gear, and and Hangman's kind of saying, uh, you know, I this is you know this is my last ditch. Like yeah, Kenny Omega's Kenny Omega. Like, I mean, he wasn't saying that word for word, but that's kind of what the gist was, was like, yeah. I got to wait. And then so was it Shivani or Jim Ross? It was like, well, then maybe you should uh, you know, be a little bit more moderate with that whiskey there. I hate that. It's like uh, the, the Bucks have to be like writing this one because it's like drinking. Because bad. alcoholism is the real fucking heel in this. It's like, come on now. Yeah. Come on. Now. You do beer yeah. like whatever, dude. People drink. Watch your fucking show. It's the only way we can get through it some weeks. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're doing beer oh my god oh you my used god. to be so cool adam we used to have fun what happened you would drink diet cokes with us now you do beer yeah now what am i i'm just supposed to drink my canned gatorade alone adam <laughs> yeah they would all they would love some canned gatorade in a Ooh, kind of really in a koozie oh yeah yeah uh, it was like pretty much just saying like about the ranking system it's like it's like yeah the ranking system like Supposed to be like, you know, what's gonna determine like your contenders? He's like Cage is ten and one, and he's ranked number one. He doesn't have a match at full gear. Ricky Starks is like nine and zero, and like or ten out of his last eleven, and it's like he doesn't have a match at full gear. He's like uh, saying that Cody, we're gonna fucking we're gonna be at full gear. Just wait. Um, Bucks and Private Party had a good spot match. Um, then we had the Kingston promo. Oh, Nyla Rose beat Red Velvet to set up the Akara Shida match. It just like they they gave it uh, no time. Um, mm-hmm. I actually have some uh, some statistics here. Let me pull them up. The bell to bell for the only women's match on Dynamite was one minute and fifty three seconds. Odd. Um, yeah, yeah, then yeah. for another fun fact is Cody and the Gun Club were fighting the Dark Order in the main event. Yes, Austin Gunn. The Gun Club, Billy, Mr. Ass. Um, can't call him Billy Gun. He's Billy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, Cody's entrance from first song to second song, because he has the entrance song for his entrance song, uh, was um, from first song, second song, to him stepping in the ring was one minute and 13 seconds. Oh, wow. Jesus. That sounds that sounds was- pretty par for the course. It's so obnoxious. I, I, I get it. I mean, I get that he is... Just, it's so apparent that he sees himself as like, I made that bet with Meltzer. This is my fucking company. Uh, but it's like, no, dude, shut, stop. <laughs> all that is true, but you can't, you can't just say it. You can't just say yeah. it and then hold one of your only titles hostage. And yeah. not Austin, like anyone I think over. Austin Gunn got the win. Um, fucking Cody cuts a promo afterwards, calling out Darby. Saying that the reason Darby has a job is because of him. Nobody else wanted to sign him, and that he's the ace, and that he like the TNT title's the ace title, and blah blah blah. And then after the cameras went off the air, he was like, "I got my last name back," because. And then he was like talking shit, um, saying it's like I left the evil empire and I won, and it's like all this stuff. It's like the reason why they dropped the trademark on that is because Cody was dropping his filings on a couple other things, so it wasn't like. He beat them. They came to a it was, mutual. It was agreement. a negotiation. <laughs> yeah, I'm not you, owned. You're owned. <laughs> yeah. 
it, it was very like of like what he's like i don't know his like propaganda of it, being yeah. uh, undesirable to undeniable it's like motherfucker you ne- didn't do indies you showed up to ovw they fucking babied you you had intercontinental title uh fucking tag team title runs like you were in a group with randy orton like you beat Shawn michaels and triple h him and Ted DiBiase beat DX. Yeah, it's like, I'm sorry, right. you're the son and brother of two very famous wrestlers. You've never been undesirable. You've been no. on wrestle Like, the year you quit, you were on the WrestleMania card and not just in the Battle Royal. Like, you no, were he was in, in the IC ladder match. Yeah, and so it's like, dude, like, if this was like, um, I don't know, like, fucking Colt Cabana. If that was his gimmick. Yes, 100%. Hulk Cabana had like five matches on TV and was beaten like under 90 seconds in all of them. Like he had no real shot at any big time yeah. wrestling. He was undesirable. And then he just kept grinding that he got signed. Not you, Cody. I'm sorry. That don't work for you. No. It just doesn't <laughs> like, work. And the thing is, it's like, it's only like one step away from actually being true, but it's so not true. Like if you talked about like, oh yeah, like talk about more like when he uh, you know left WWE and how they like, didn't see you know his vision and stuff like that that'd be one thing but that's not undesirable that's just like mm-hmm. you know it's like underappreciated yeah underappreciated exactly. he was absolutely underappreciated and not undesirable no he wouldn't have had a job there for pretty much life if he wanted if yeah he was undesirable yeah look at like like curtis axel like was there for a million years right yeah and they're doing even less with him. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, one other thing from Bo Dynamite. fucking Dallas. <laughs> I, dude, yeah. Where is he, though? You know? Following the aliens, probably. Yeah, probably. Oh, that, that's probably true. Dig, just digging, just out in his front yard, digging in the ground with his bare hands, trying to find the lizard people. I know. I say, just. I swear they're there. Just. He and Cameron Grimes would be good friends. Oh, that's a tag team I didn't know I needed until right now. Yeah. 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 Believe, believe we're going to make it to the moon. Uh, so they also were setting up right on Dynamite. The story now going into the FTR Young Bucks match at Full Gear is that Matt Jackson hurt he hurt his ankle. He hurt his ankle because in real life he hurt his knee. He hurt himself, and so he is a. Uh, why not just say it's a knee injury? Why not? I think it's so you can work it in the match and not actually hurt his work his hurt knee. But yeah, yeah. But also so, his back's probably hurt still. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. It's probably you know he was like walking weird because of his back and it made him tear like tear his ACL. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you want to just go through then the uh full gear card right now? Should we? Yeah, why not? We're why talking not? about Fuck it. Yeah, it's our show. Yeah, then, then we can talk uh, NXT after that. Oh. I have it pulled up. Let me get it. Ripping some ripping some mad cotton. <laughs> you just ripping fat clouds. I'm celebrating oh, today, dude. And same. It was a celebration day. That that was before I logged on and then I grabbed a beer. <laughs> it's celebration dude. day. Celebration day. Also, I mean, also it's like I was gonna I'm gonna make some breakfast after some breakfast burritos, oh, open fuck. a bottle of champagne, do some mimosas, watch full gear. Honestly, I'm pretty stoked on Saturday. Honestly, yeah, it's pretty I, a good day. That's a good that's a good day. A good if I wasn't day. working, then uh, I would be right there with you. Watch but wrestling at a church. I have plenty. A lot of times I have a lot of time to do nothing uh, so just if anybody walks in just have the match with god on there <laughs> yeah exactly yeah <laughs> yeah right 
It's, okay, they're like, so... hey, who's their team? Oh, that's God. Like, they just know. It's like, holy shit. Like, oh, I watch this match every night. Oh, that's my favorite wrestler, God. <laughs> they love the gorillas of destiny. <laughs> Eat, shit. Eat shit. Eat shoot. Um, so, full gear. Uh, one, we have one match on the buy in, which will probably be better than at least a couple. <laughs> of the actual main card matches. It's uh, Serena Deeb uh, defending the NWA women's title against Allison Kay, uh, who unfortunately is now a free agent and just left NWA. So it kind of boils this match a little yeah, bit, unless they do something. Re- she resigns in there, you know, pull out what? something weird. Yeah, surprising, but it's, it's a showcase match. And it's also probably a little bit of a tryout match for Allison Kay and AEW. It's like I don't know if she needs a tryout match because like she's been wrestling forever. Like if you don't know now, if you want to sign yeah. Sienna, Allison K, then like you fucking like you're not gonna sign. <laughs> like, that's just yeah, gonna... exactly. It's still I mean, but unfortunately that's kind of thing that you see with especially women in AEW. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but I mean, and it'll be that'll be a really good match. It will like be. Allison K is very very good, and Serena Deeb is you know the great veteran and the buy-in matches usually take up anywhere between 10 to 15 minutes it feels like they usually because what else they you got going time. on and they so, don't usually cut into commercial exactly like the pre-show matches do on the mountain dew presents the kickoff show brought to you by kickstart <laughs> oh my god i fucking love that helena cell but just by the way was sponsored by skittles me too man because <laughs> there's this big spooky hell in a cell graphic and then the skittles brought logo. to you by skittles like, they didn't even, like, make the, like, Skittles logo all spooky. If only it would have been, like, fucking, like, Red Hots or something. Something like Cinnamon, because yeah. at least it's, like, something spicy. I don't know. Dude, Taco I bet never made spicy Skittles. I'm sure they've made spicy Skittles. They've they, made they spicy everything. Have. They have to have. Um, so next, we got Orange Cassidy versus John Silver. This, uh, the, the chromatic match. Yeah, yeah right? Just, like, this is just some, like, super comedy. Um, It's fine. Because, like, in a bubble, this will be fun. I'm going to enjoy it at the time. But Orange Cassidy's wrestling too much. They see John Silver's getting over on being the elite. But now it's like one of them's going to be losing. Orange Cassidy, get like, he went from wrestling Jericho at the last pay per view to like losing to Cody. And then now he just gets like this consolation match, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Some poop. So next we have Jericho versus M. MJF with Wardlow, as it says on Wikipedia, for the uh, the right for MJF to join the inner circle. Okay. So um, I'm not excited yeah. about this. <laughs> this is going to be a bad match um, because Jericho is, you know, Jericho in 2020, not Jericho in 2001. <laughs> not going to be able to pull yeah MJF to a good. Hell, match. even like Jericho, like in 2008, and this feud with Sean. That's my favorite yeah. Jericho, by the way. I was just thinking in ring work. Like, yeah. but yeah, that Jericho is well. Even even like, then, like, he was still like a lot better. He slowed down in the last you know, couple even, of years. Remember what sense? Do you remember when <laughs> Jericho in twenty sixteen Jericho? I was like, dude, when Jericho fought Kenny in Japan, that was a fucking that was a scary Jericho. That was Scarico. Yeah. That was still like yeah. That was still that was like the last semblance of a Jericho who could work, but was doing that brawling style. Uh huh. And that was pre now, that was pre Judas effect. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this match is not going to be good I, at all. And, like, there's no way, like, I was thinking there's no way that MJF loses because, like, then this story is just over. But <laughs> yeah, that right? almost feels like 
the AEW like stupid decision to do like, is like, oh, let's do something unexpected. It's like, then do it in this match. E- equal or like equally um, like unconsequential. Like they have a brawling ass match, and at the end of it, Jericho wins. But is like, you know what, kid, you're all right. You can join. Um, which either way, it's like, okay, so you didn't have to have this stipulation, but whatever. Um, I don't know. I obviously, obviously, you take the personal. Put you, you can't. I can't look at Jericho and not be like, man, I kind of fucking hate this guy. But I will say, I love, I love. Not trying to get political or anything, but I'm deeply. Chris Jericho is unpolitical. Uh, okay. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, well, three thousand dollars of that unpolitical money, at least, funneled into Hmm. some dickhead campaign. I love get that back. (laughs) (laughs) I love the chemistry between MJF and Chris Jericho. I know that it's not popular amongst this podcast, but I imagine there's listeners out there who who are real and understand that I think they're funny together. I think they're fun. And, uh, he said, that's like a fucking like Trump who are real. There's some very real, there's some very real listeners out there. They have some very real opinions that match my own. And, uh, no, like it's just together. Like, yeah, together. It's just too much. I could Hmm. see it. I could see it to me. It's just enough, but I, who knows? This is like, the Osprey versus Ricochet of like grading personalities. Oh yeah, yeah. Like just like <laughs> yeah, high spot, high spot, high spot. Uh, but of like character work. Yeah, yeah. To me, the what they do together is the only thing that I'm kind of enjoying about MJF right now. So I, I don't know. Putting him in the inner circle is just, we're just gonna get you know it's like buckle up because <laughs> we're gonna get a lot more of it gonna lead to a sammy guevara face turn when he gets kicked out for sure and i don't want that yeah because i don't like sammy guevara because he has the second most punchable face in wrestling number Uh, one is austin theory oh i thought you're gonna say mandrews i was like i thought we got over this but you but you've always been i've always been a mandrews apologist same same i would still put mandrews below those people because i know mandrews is a good person yeah yeah makes you not want to punch his face Apparently, Sammy Guevara on AEW, you know, th- showed some fire uh, in that in that tag match. Oh yeah, they're teasing that he'll eventually turn babyface for sure. Like I, I, I saw. Yeah. I will say his move set is better off as a babyface because, like, when you do those high flying, flashy moves, it's just so much easier to just cheer. Yeah, yeah. He needs to grow a beard. To be, yeah. To, yeah. Ironically, to not to be a babyface, he needs to not have that punchable babyface. You know, or or you know. Wear a sick ass mask or something. something Imagine if he just came out looking like fucking PJ Black. Like, oh, I don't like him. By the way, I don't like it either. But just imagine Guevara looking like. (laughs) I I don't I don't like him anymore because he was one of those people. It's like you need to be a free thinker. You know the fucking type. He's also a white guy with dreads. So (sighs) fair, and like he's from South Africa. So like. His race relations probably aren't the best being a white person. Probably not. Africa. Speaking from yeah. the one, I had a very good friend for a very long time who his parents are from South Africa. And uh, that guy has surprisingly turned into like the one friend of mine that's become become a Trump supporter. So, Jesus. yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, and I was going to say the only way I'm interested in this match and the thing that I would like is if the match doesn't even really happen. What if Wardlow came out and did the exact Jericho and Kevin Owens fake out DQ thing? So he attacks oh. attacks MJF. Then MJF technically wins the match. Oh. And then it's a swerve. 
That'd be a cool story. Like, like, Wardlow doesn't want to join the inner circle so much. And then you compare Sammy with Wardlow as like oh, a baby face team. That, or that, yeah, that's War- MJF's shitty little way of getting in there is by a DQ yeah. win. Oh, okay. Yeah, almost like, like Wardlow does it. Style. Wardlow pretends to turn on him. Because like Kevin and uh, yeah. um, Kevin Owens and Jericho did that. And I think it's a shark cage match. That uh, they there was a shark Jericho. cage in the, involved in that. Like for a couple of years, they were doing shark cages a lot. Dude, I think it's just you got you got a shark you got Enzo. a shark cage. You're not gonna do it. Yeah, they put Enzo in there. Uh, apparently, it's because he was afraid of heights, and they're just fucking sick of him. Yeah, nice. Looking back on it, hell yeah, that's um, so fucking funny. That's really good. Um, yeah, I'm going in my own order instead of the stupid Wikipedia Yay! order. That's um, fine. Speaking of punchable face, Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara. Um, oh, it's supposed to be like a cinematic like deletion match. So. Yeah, the elite deletion. Oh, match. is it? Okay. Well, that's actually the only um, way I care about this. I match. hope nobody dies. Um, At least they can edit out any fucking major concussions. Yeah. Fuck. Well, I imagine like if it happened, I for some reason I just see AEW not editing. I know. Be for like, some no, that's the good stuff. We're just forgetting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like like me editing this podcast sometimes and I forget to like edit something out like that level because everything we say is gold. I just yeah. I like Ricochet gold. a lot more right now on Twitter. He reposted a thing where Mick Foley was talking about the election and thanking Batista and Kevin Nash for encouraging Foley to voice his opinion. And then fucking Ricochet retweets it and says we should all be more like Mick. You're a good man, Mick. So. Ricochet nice. being from Paducah, I like seeing wrestlers. I like show signs of like they're not shit bags and growth, right? Because Ricochet's had some, some you know, being just a shitty young fucking wrestler. Being shit about super him cocky because he was really good, and yeah, just seeing him, I think, like kind of grow up, grow up, yeah, as a kid, the be thing a that humble we've been... person, mm-hmm. and knowing how good he is, but like still like being humble on another end of it. It's cool to see. I yeah. like Trevor. Good job. I just. Thought of like I was about to say like also he was dating a shitty person back then and I was like oh my god how did Tessa Blanchard never pull out the I dated Ricochet I'm not a racist defense yeah <laughs> I got, right I'm shocked she never did I'm sure she did it privately yeah probably right <laughs> I dated Trevor and everybody's like who the hell's Trevor Paducah oh Rick Rick O'Shea. Okay. Ricochet Chevrolet. Mm. Um. So for the last non-title match of of the show, the finals of the Eliminator Tournament. Tournament. Yep. Tournament. Yep. Yep. That's it. Uh, the Eliminator Tournament for number one contender. It's uh, Hangman versus Kenny. This match is gonna be really fucking. It's gonna, gonna be great. Oh yeah. There's no way around how good this is gonna be. <laughs> you can hate AEW all you want, and I know some people do. Um. But at the end of the day, this is going to be fucking cool. <laughs> I'm excited for yeah, this match. It's really going to solidify Kenny being a fucking mean, scary boy. Uh, and I don't know. Hangman might win. But who probably knows? not. Probably not, but who knows? <laughs> he needs it, but... Who does? Yeah, sorry, it was a coffin, y'all. Um, so speaking of coffin, oh, guy who does a coffin drop, uh, next match we got for the TNT title, got Cody... With Arn Anderson versus Darby Allen, Darby better fucking win this, right? Like so, uh, he needs to, but then like to. Taz coming out and saying that Cage and Starks and him were gonna be out there and specifically calling out Cody. 
I don't like that. I would have confidence that Darby would win this match if it was against anybody but Cody. Like, Cody's yeah. the only person who would have a thing where it's like this. Darby's been just in the stands and releasing videos about, like, building hype for this match that... Okay, I just have, like, this weird, like, feeling that it's like... That Cody will just be like, man, I'm still going to win. It's because they, they're building up, like, the next feud. Like, Katie right. yeah. versus versus Cody. And it's like they do this so much. And it's because they want that long-term storytelling and little breadcrumbs and stuff. But, like, we've already had, like, Taz versus Darby and, like, with Ricky Starks and everything and Brian Cage. It's like they've they've gone through that shit. Because, I mean... You throw the title in, in there, brain. it does make it more exciting that, to, you know... Imprinted in my but, brain, though, is fucking Taz saying Dobby. Dobby, Dobby, and so uh, Dobby's dead. I like. If anything, I would hope that it maybe could just like lead to a triple threat because the the dynamic between Cage, Darby Allen, and Cody is so weird. Like, pick like small, medium, large. Yeah, like it's uh, Machop, Machoka, Machamp. <laughs> oh fuck yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> totally is. <laughs> fuck yeah, a, skin, cool. a, a skinny Machop. Yeah. That's very skinny Machop. You say you should say skinny Machop. That that's that's got a that's got episode t- uh, title written all over it. Mm, yeah, skinny Machop. That sounds like a weird like sandwich you'd get like a Machop and then a skinny Machop. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Right. <laughs> no, or a thing I'm a watching. Pervert would like skinny Machop. Ah. Skin, a skinny Machop. Ah. Okay, so um, next we got tag team title match. It's FTR versus the Young Bucks. Um, Matt apparently is hurt. Matt injured. Well, his ba- his back's been hurt since um like 2017. Yeah, <laughs> since everyone told him that they can't tell stories in the ring, his back's been hurt. <laughs> yeah, his back's been hurt for He's, years. He heard you can't tell stories in the ring and decided to tell story in the ring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'll tell one story to the rest story. of my fucking career, and yeah, I'll fucking tell you. This is long term storytelling. Um, I think that match will be fine. Um, I think it's uh, it's been overhyped in everybody's minds, and then like the feud itself is very much underdelivered. That's the thing; it, overhyped it really took a lot of steam. Overhyped, but underbuilt, and so it's like, what? I, it's going to be on the wrestling performance alone. That's good. people are going to be like, "Oh, what a good match!" Because the story is just so this, like whatever. This I, depending on how hurt Matt is, you know what? If he needs to go, it, how hurt are you, Matt? How hurt are you, Matt? Dude, today I'm fucking vibing. Fuck yeah. Not hurt at all. Um, no, if if Matt Jackson of the Young Bucks tag team, uh, depending on how hurt he is, um, like if they can't actually hold the titles, you know, and he needs to go away for a while, I'd almost hope they do an injury angle because then you can redo this match. Like the FDR can just come out and say that they weren't like satisfied with that as the victory. Yeah. Yeah. That that would be cool. Um, extend it out longer because this is like a dream match. Like when when Dynamite first like was announced that it was going to be happening, you know, immediately people are like, "Oh, FTR or like the you know the Revival's contracts are going to be up so and so." And like this has just been something that we've wanted for so long. But the build up to this specific match has been a bit of like a wet fart. This deserves to be in front of a crowd too. Like, yeah. so I, I hope that they find a good and interesting way for this to like continue or like if matt if you know matt isn't hurt that bad like they take the title yeah like to keep it going but i also like they just did this too soon like they shouldn't be doing this until they have crowds 
It's a lot. I just fucking, I fucking wish they wouldn't do the stupid fucking angle though. If like they don't win, they're gonna never transfer titles. Why? You shouldn't fucking hurt your own fucking show like, to be like a good like EVP. No, like Cody should go for the world title. He's like one of the most popular stars. I know, like I just crash talk Cody so much on a bunch of shit. But at the end of the day, a lot of AEW fans fucking love it. So he yeah. should at least at some point be champion. Young Bucks and at I, some point should be the fucking tag champs because I think at times they're the best tag team in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, totally. And like I even like I think like Cody, like we you know trash him for being kind of self indulgent and being the Triple H and stuff, but he's still really good. Like he has he's gotten to a different level. Like he just needs to step it down a little bit. Like us being <laughs> tired of Cody doesn't mean that like he's all bad it's just too much it's the same criticism it, it's the same vein of criticism that we throw at bret hart all the time it's like i'm i can be a big fan of you but when you're when you're a bigger fan of yourself than anyone else could be it it's grating <laughs> so then let's see what is left um got women's championship match hikaru shida versus nyla rose with vicky guerrero um, it'll um, be a good match. There's no build. They've done this match. They've done the match as a street fight. Um, they've done nothing to fucking pique my interest as far as any type of story with this. Um, it's just a cold match getting thrown out there because they don't know what to do. Yeah, it's it's Buck Wild too. Like we we talk all the time about like NXT's women's division, how much better it is. And I would even say, you know, obvious like Raw and SmackDown's women storylines and like sort like what's been going on has been great you know mm-hmm. um oh yeah i i i would even like so i was saying i was watching uh, nxt uk this is literally the second week back like back me watching it um they had i think maybe unfortunately only one women's segment on the show too but more than half the show was one match um on this nxt uk it what but i was infinite it was um their heritage cup that they're doing it was a kid versus noam dar and it was very very good interesting i heard that was really good i was being distracted by it like Mm -hmm. while it it went like seven rounds so because it's a british rounds style match i heard that um i've like heard and seen noam dar's really like kind of starting to come into his own oh yeah he's a great technical wrestler and he's been like leaning into that like gulak-esque almost to a point but 24 7 champ drew gulak-esque oh really i did not hear that but not surprised um i but like in that one segment like it was a squash match basically like with a newly signed recruit and then like a an angle afterwards they put more time into that just on this random episode of nxt uk and i'm more interested in it than in now in two episodes in this division now in two episodes than i am in aw's like after a year yeah 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 you put, no, put like some we fucking into like the the overarching things on NXT as well, as far as like mm-hmm. their women's division, because in NXT, like they, they're showcase. Like it's been front and center. Yeah, like, I, we'll, we'll I, I watched the who, soon, but oh yeah. my gosh, I I was so in love with the Ember Moon Dakota Kai match kicking off NXT mm-hmm. this week. It was just awesome. Yeah, and I watched the Hulu cut of NXT this week, but um, so I don't know if this is fully true. But the first twenty minutes of the episode on the Hulu cut, at least, were all women, like women's segments, like three different women's segments in a row. Yeah. I mean, it, there's oh, a good yeah. story in it. We'll get to it too. But yeah, Shotzi and Tony Storm was also fucking fantastic. 
Oh yeah. All right. So I think last yep last match we have for world title is John Moxley versus Eddie Kingston in an I Quit match. I mean, it's quick because I told my mother I wouldn't. And I don't fucking I don't lie to my mother. I don't lie to her. I it's gonna be oh. And I'm not gonna lie to your mother either. I got your back, but when I got your back, I'm gonna choke you out. Oh, oh, I'm excited. This is the kind of matchup I love. This is the kind of violence I I like. It'll be it'll be a good match because it's gonna be just a brawl. Well, we um, know how it's gonna end, but you know whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's what kind of sucks is that we do know how it's gonna end. But the build has been spectacular. Kingston is a fucking there's genius on the mic. Moxley, of course, is good on the mic. Um, Kingston Thanks, was um, like just fucking like weeks away from quitting wrestling, and then his fucking brother apparently told him he's like, "Hey, you see my, these kids here? Your your fucking nieces and nephews." Yeah. He's like, "Yeah, how can I tell them not to quit when they look over at their uncle and he quit?" God, that's like the most like. Like I don't, I don't day, talk to like sentiment that. to say. It really is. Like, I'm like, I don't talk to my him. family like that. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, dude, quit. I mean, Hell yeah. I mean, I, I'm definitely not very close with like 90% of my family. I don't like a lot of them. Yeah. Um, but like, I, I get it a little bit to the family I am close with. I mean, mostly it's like my mom and my sister I'm super close with. Um, I could get that. Like if the, if somebody, if like my mom said, like, I told you know your sister that you wouldn't do this and here you are. I'd be like, motherfucker, okay. Okay, I yeah, get what you're yeah. saying. No, like it, I feel like I feel like if your mom probably told you like like with your brothers, it's like uh, I told your brothers you'd never do this, and here you are. You'd probably be like, "God damn it, okay." <laughs> I mean, it hits you in that family spot of just like, "Oh fuck," which is like its own thing. But like, uh, <laughs> it's uh, yeah. That was a weird. That was a weird sentence you just said, Matt. What the family spot? The family spot, and you're just like, "Oh fuck." Okay, well here I'll elaborate <laughs> on that. I, I feel like everybody in their family has to play a role. Like I. You know what I mean? Like, uh, know your role and shut your mouth. I don't, I don't, I I act, you you have to, you fit in a role. I'm the middle child of my family. You know what I mean? Like there's just that dynamic of my whole life. And so like, there's that aspect of when you get sort of, uh, scalded in a family way, the the middle child, I'm guessing like to your younger brother, like you have to be like an example. I like, well, that's just, there's a dynamic that's just always there. Like we're adults now and we can see like, Oh, like, uh, each other as just people, not like as role models or anything like that. But if you're if you get your put in your place in a family kind of way, we just watched Fast and Furious last night. And it's all about family, quarter mile at a time. Uh, it's uh, you know, it it there's a there's an impact there that's different. Was the first one? Did you watch? Yeah, we just watched the first one. Oh, I I, I love that one. I don't like too. really care about the rest of the franchise too much. I oh, it if... it could it gets great. It's it's you just have to accept them as different. We're gonna it make, is a different oh, we'll, movie. we'll make our way through them. I don't think either just, of us have ever seen really any of them. Uh, I don't mind two. I don't like three. Um, like when it came back with everybody, like it's cool. Like they're fine. Just that first one just hits. Also, it may have just been at the time. It's like I'm in like middle school or junior high or whatever when it comes out. It's a so uniquely like, yeah. It's a uniquely early two thousands movie. There's a lot of stuff. They're I, stealing I like DVD players. They are so good. <laughs> they are. I like also, I just love. I love when the when that dude comes back. Like when they're having like the barbecue. It's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, gotta eat. I gotta eat. <laughs> All right, then have a seat. <laughs> Got oh, you're still fan bully. <laughs> you can have whatever beer you like as long as it's a corona. Corona. I'll have a tecate, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Vin. Yeah, much more flavorful. 
What was it? The goddamn we got the family Corona. <laughs> no I wonder how much Corona bad. paid for that. Dude, there's quite a bit of product play. He's just like like any anytime he's like being a mechanic, he's just like front and center with his like Von Dutch fucking like button up shirt. Anya and I just watched Seven recently, oh, yeah. and I had totally forgotten that uh, Ronda Rousey's in it. God, she's so bad at acting in it. I bet she is. She's just like, oh, she's fighting Michelle Rodriguez. She's like, what? Shut up, you bitch. <laughs> it's, just... it's like, Ronda. <laughs> it's like, okay, Ronda, come on. But that's, you know. I, she. I didn't miss her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah, anyway, Kingston... Moxley, that'll be fun. We can very easily predict what we think is going to happen. Who knows? It would be kind of fun if it ended in some sort of way. Part of me does feel like Moxley is sort of not floundering, but he's floating on his own in this island of NXT that is kind of factioning off into groups, which I do NXT? like. NXT? Uh, what? No, no, Dynamite. AEW. AEW. Um, did we? We did switch over to NXT. No, we didn't. No, we haven't. We just Ha-ha! we um, previewed it. Yeah. Um, but it's a. Uh, it almost I would almost be interested to see if, you know, there is some sort of familial like you did sit at my mother's table, uh, kind of like thing and, and maybe Moxley joins up with a little you bit of a crew for a while. I wouldn't hate that. I I kinda wouldn't either. Like the idea of like a world champion then joining a group like this, but not like being a chicken shit about it, just being like Okay, I see the point of having friends and how it's <laughs> changed my heart, Eddie, and now I'm a better man. John, you're my <laughs> yeah. brother. You're my the brother. Whole... I gotta beat you, but you're my brother. Yeah. I would turn it around entirely on AEW, like, and just it would be my favorite show imaginable if their main event storyline, like the story was their champion learning to have non toxic, like platonic, like masculine friendships. Oh my god, like Moxley's <laughs> like the the actual main event is Moxley versus his own uh issues with vulnerability. Yeah, his own toxic masculinity. Yeah, I would love that. I got burned before. You heard yeah. Seth, you heard Roman. <laughs> He's just crying in the ring. Yeah. Like, oh my just god. Show, him like him and Eddie, like like him at counseling and then like takes Eddie to counseling with him, and then like Renee just is just cr- there. He's just, it's just like, like I miss Roman. He was so good. I don't care about Seth, but I miss him, man. He's like, it all stems from back when I was a child. Probably. He's oh, of talked course. About his, his, uh, no, he's talked about his upbringing before in promos, especially like on the end. That's why him and Steve Austin <laughs> had so much heat on each other. Because he was like, he basically told Steve Austin, don't fucking bring up my childhood. And that's what Steve did. Tell me about your childhood, kid. Yeah. He's like, How's your mom? (laughs) Any traumatic memories you want to share on this WWE podcast? Oh, I grew up in Cincinnati eating weird shitty chili. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk talk about your mom, kid. (laughs) Weird shitty chili, too. (laughs) Let's talk about your mom, kid. Um, Yeah, AEW Full Gear, though, it'll be a fun show, no matter how much we razz it. I, I, I say this a lot. And I think the reason as to why I am so harsh on AEW is because I bought into all the hype. I was there, like at All In, at Double or Nothing. It's I, true. It got me hook, line, and sinker. I'm like, they're changing the fucking world. Baby. They really had they had an opportunity at that time. Like that, the, that it was a real feeling of like this could really change the wrestling world. And they they made a point to talk about how inclusive they're going to be and all this. I think they deserve a razzing by the. 
by just the way they haven't been able to deliver what they promised. And we knew they weren't going to be able to, but even seeing it in person. I didn't, I didn't know. Like I was yeah. bought in. I just know they made big promises and I was like, how are we going to, you know, but it, but it's never been done before that they're going to be the alternative. And so the way that they've delivered, I think does deserve a bit of a razzing. Cause it's like, Oh, all of your champions are fucking former WWE guys right now. All of them. Except for, except for Hikaru Shida. Yeah. Except for Hikaru Shida. Yeah. Who gets two minutes of airtime. So there it is. Um, NXT yeah. from Wednesday. The fallout from uh Halloween havoc. It was so fun. <laughs> It was it was great, yeah. Shotzi, I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. You got the results. We're gonna go through a rundown. Uh, can, oh yeah, Matt, you I can you watch it this week. I can so. I can yeah, we can go through some of the stuff. Um, the the night started off with Ember Moon Dakota Kai, which I thought was really good. Um, I don't know, it's just cool. Uh, I feel like I like where Dakota Kai's sort of like viciousness is at. But um, what what Rebel? Is that her friend? What's her friend's name? Raquel. Raquel. Raquel, yeah, Rebels on the other show. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez. <laughs> yeah, Raquel, she got involved, you know, whatever's going to happen. So it kind of it kind of sets up a little mountain for Moon to climb mm-hmm. um, to kind of, like, put her, not necessarily in a holding pattern, but kind of stop her before she goes after a title. Yeah, Because right. that's, like, what she said her goal was, and so now you, you set up a few to kind of buy some time for that. Yeah, build it get up. Things, get, get some things marinating. Um, and I'm also, not, they, like, di- they did a thing I like where they, like, they gave her a loss now immediately, so now we're not waiting for it. Right. Like yeah, good point. And it, it was, you know, it didn't make her look weak. It was a sneaky, sneaky win. Makes Dakota still look good as a heel. Yeah, good. You, you say you just saying the mountain to climb thing just made me think. I want a shirt that is Ember Moon's face up in the night sky, over a mountaintop with then three shotsies howling at it. Oh. <laughs> if they were ever a tag team. That would be the best That's tag it. team. I would buy that shirt. Um, the big news of the night is Cameron oh, Grimes. I was going to say, oh, yeah. say Cameron Grimes. Was, Cameron was Grimes next. is now afraid of zombies. And uh, and I think that is gonna, that's going to be playing a role in his character for a little while, which is pretty fun. It's very good. Like he's a, Nothing about him should work, but it all does. He's still... I think it's the fact that it's all of it. He's... Like, if it's just one little bit, like, piece of any of this, it would be just like, oh, it's just whatever. But it's, it's, it's so his much. Com- it's his commitment to it that's like, all right, I'll, I'll jump on board, too. Um, and he's so over the top with it. And usually, crazy. The, like, the, that, like, won't work as well. It works so good. Everything he does... Because he can do it in, because he then can go in the ring. That's the thing. Is like, there's been plenty of characters, kind of like over the top characters that we've seen recently. People have gotten over 100% on character work, like Elias, even if you think about that. Like, but then there's only so far you can go if you're not good in the ring. And he's very good in the ring. It was like watching that match, you know, uh, I think of the week, that one specifically for Cameron Grimes specifically is such a a cool thing because, like, that match with Kushida was extremely physical. It was an extremely good, like wrestling, technical wrestling match between the two of them. But also he can pull off being afraid of zombies and as a ref that he's convinced is a zombie, uh, which ended up getting him the the loss. So it's like, he can be really funny while he's just showing how good he fucking is in the ring too. Mm. Part of it too is like that. They, they established that, that the cave in, you know, like can come out of nowhere like he has the fastest victory in NXT history, all that stuff. Like, so it's always a threat. Like, 
even if he's doing the goofy shit, you always know in the back of your mind he could still win this in one second. Yeah. Um, I just saw the weirdest thing on Instagram, by the way. Why am I slightly turning for this? John Bradshaw Layfield, JBL, posted a picture of Kamala Harris saying the first woman, the first person of color for vice president has been elected to a presidential ticket. Long overdue, but so good to see. What He's, the fuck? I don't he, know, man. Yeah. Maybe him and Randy have just been having secret counseling sessions. <laughs> I, I think that JBL is like the like classics, like stereotypical, like best version of a libertarian where it's like <laughs> yeah. ha- believes believes in good social stuff, but then like is kind of a shit. He's also a rich voice. guy. He's a also rich, guy. rich guy. You know, I mean, I based my that opinions, just blows me away. Um, right. I base my opinions on JBL solely of the history of, that he's had in the past of just being a bully and a piece of shit. Um, but, you know, people are capable of growing even as old old rich white men and with if that's what is indeed going on there with him that's good that's good stuff i, I just like i just fucking t- popped it open real quick and that was the first thing i saw i'm like what is happening Dude, it really does feel like we're in a fucking just a fucking we're a bizarre world, world michael <laughs> we are in bizarro like, world he's been like a bull like a bully for to a lot of people and stuff and said some shitty stuff but then at the same time he does like so much charity work like down in haiti and like See, wow, okay. Yeah, he does it like that's where he's like spends most of his energy is like doing charity work in Haiti. And then, like, also, I, I take it like becoming best friends with Ron Simmons at least opened up his eyes to especially a little bit more with like race mm. relations and stuff like that. Yeah. And writing, writing with him and Teddy Long all the time. So it, mm. it's just, it's wild to see. Um, it still blows me away. Um, but at the end of the day, it's cool to at least see some growth. Um, like, like, it's like with Randy, like, out of nowhere, he's like, a locker room nowhere. leader. Yeah, yeah, I know what I said. Um, locker room like leader locker out of nowhere. Leader, um, fucking posting stuff about Black Lives Matter, saying that he grew and he learned. And it's like, it's nice to see that at the end of the day, everybody can change. And if they do change and use their voice for good, that's all I can fucking ask. Like, thank you. Right. Like, yeah. Like, and it's like, join, I don't even, I don't even... join the fucking fight with us. Be on the fucking good side of history. And it's yeah. like, yes, we can look at you for the shit you did in the past. And it's not like it's automatically wiped away, but we can also see what you're doing now and how you're trying to make up and atone and be better. And, and you can, can and you, you can tell that. when it seems when it's genuine. It was like Randy. It seems genuine. Like you can tell when it's bullshit. Um, you know, that being said, I could be fucking wrong, but I don't think yeah. so. He seems pretty pretty much like he is growing in some capacity. But yeah. uh It just took uh, him I'll, till he was forty to like mature yeah. up and that's you know some people I guess take a little longer. And I'll tell you what else is I'll tell you what else is growing. Blue chew. Uh no. Um we my my The pills keep getting bigger. <laughs> I'll tell you what keeps growing. My member. Um don't no, buy your uh, dick hard, Matt. <laughs> my 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 love for Pat McAfee is growing. This, oh, we'll t- we'll talk about that here in a second. But also, I like the Shotzi interview they did uh, before uh-huh. the Cameron Grimes Kashida match because it yeah. was like her being kind of real. It's like it was Shotzi Blackheart, but also it's like they show a little bit of like her like realness. Like like I love Tony Storm; she's great. I want to test mm-hmm. myself, being able to go against the best. Blah blah blah. And then like she even... gets back into character. So it's just it was just cool to see. It's like. There's a even a nice little follow through. There's a follow through too of like, oh, they were really impressed with my hosting duties of Halloween Havoc. So they said I could wrestle whoever I want. It's like just little follow throughs where it's like actions have consequences. Like it's not a part of her story is like I was the host of Halloween Havoc, but it's like I did this thing. I did a good job. 
Regal said I could have this. I love Tony Storm. I want to test myself. Here it is. Like, that's all the story you good, fucking need. What a great way to reintroduce Tony Storm. Like, especially like she hasn't really been around for quite a while, like, especially on just main NXT. Like, there's definitely new new viewers and stuff. You have to reintroduce this character. And like the reintroducer by like using a like current fa- like fan favorite mm-hmm. to put her over just by like saying how good she is and then having a great match. That definitely like, helps it, out. <laughs> yeah, it helped both of them because like Tony, like definitely like Shotzi's really good, but she's still green. Mm-hmm. And Tony is just a fucking bright. <laughs> Tony, like you can tell how much she was working like around the world. Like oh, he was yeah. like the busiest wrestler in the world. Because like even like we'll, we'll get you, but like even like the one like little slip up on the springboard, it it felt because like Vic Joseph did a great job of um trying to cover for it like on commentary, and then Tony just like moved forward. There wasn't like awkward yeah. pause. Like, there wasn't like all right, him. let's figure out how to fix this. It yeah. was like no, it's like oh she made a mistake and like jumped on or something. And I'm gonna ca- and then yeah. Oh, what were we watching? Uh, what there was a match that happened recently too, where there was something like that where. That's the, such a sign of a, a good wrestler is like when something clearly goes wrong, but they just like capitalize on it like you would in, in a fight, you know, and then figure it out like that. To me, that shows a really talented in-ring performer. Yeah. yeah. Um, Cameron Grimes, because she had an awesome match. I mean, they're just so good. They're so good because she got I the win because Cameron Grimes is still afraid. Of, he's still feeling a little grimy. I feel like he's going to end up going over on Sam Shaw or Dexter Lumix. I, I, oh yeah, I think so. I think they see bigger things for, yeah, for Cameron Grimes. I, I, I think, I think like, he's in. A, I think like he's just building up his stock so much. I, I think th- so. I want to see him like not necessarily as a baby face. Like keep his same character, just like start fighting heels because it just be mm. really funny. Oh yeah, do the the Steve Austin thing yeah. with him. Just like yeah. let fans appreciate him, and then slowly start like putting him against you know just other heels and stuff and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll turn him into a babyface without changing his character. Yeah. And Kevin Owens, same way. Like, Kevin Owens is exactly, like... The same guy he's been. Same guy, basically. He's just, like, his priorities have changed a little bit. But he's still, like, the same person. Like, he would still, like, betray someone, like, to win something if it means putting more food on, like, his family's, you know, table. Yeah. yeah. Uh, EO, EO also called out uh, Rhea Ripley. Yeah, it was a cool video. I like it. She's like, hey, I'm the best, but I need to beat the best. And like, mm-hmm. I want to beat you one-on-one. Like, cool. Like, I know you're the, you're the nightmare, but I'm not afraid of anything. But I have Poppy, who might actually be a living manifestation of a nightmare. Poppy's that scary. Dude, Poppy's I wish Poppy was, Poppy just, was Eo's just actual like valet. I'm Poppy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Poppy. Um, um, a, a local photographer... McAfee. Oh. I was going to say a local photographer that I know a little bit now lives in LA got to uh, shoot Poppy for a magazine recently. Oh, Erica Astrid, if any of you, either of you ever knew her. I know that but name. It's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. That's fucking wild. Yeah. But yeah, I, uh, I alluded to it earlier. And yeah, Pat McAfee this week. Uh, please and his, uh, and his... play on some praise on McAfee, Matt. I, I, I know. I was wrong. I was wrong. I'll admit it. He's so fucking char- like, charismatic. He is so. so we were talking about like tying up like loose ends too. It's like he explained everything last time. Comes out, explains even more. Uh-huh. It's just like, hey, it's like these guys hated him. Pete Dunn, like this is why he did it, and they let him explain it. They did 
everybody doesn't seem like background characters to him. He's just the best talker, but they still give him a little bit of mic time. They still seem important. They're not just goons. Like, yeah, Pete Dunn is the best, like, mean guy who looks like yeah. he just absolutely wants to murder McAfee. And they didn't yeah, even, did. like, they managed to make this not necessarily a heel turn for Pete Dunn. Like, by explaining that he's in the right with this. Like, Undisputed Era screwed him over. Uh-huh. And McAfee is basically just giving him an opportunity to get his revenge. Like he's just like he's not a heel or face right now. He just yeah, he's just making. I love uh fucking McAfee was even like uh so there was some crazy shit that went on. I don't have to dive in the whole thing, but with Dane and Drake, um there was just a bunch of stuff with Everrise. Dane and Drake versus Everrise. That match was happening, and then they come and beat everybody down, beat the shit out yeah. of them. Later in the evening, Pat McAfee is cutting a promo in the parking lot. Dane comes and attacks him, and then Pete uh, just goes a little goes a little ham and cheese on that bad boy. And uh, even Pat McAfee's like, "That was insane!" Like you, yeah, he slams him in a car door. Yeah, and Pat was like, "Oh, that was crazy!" But then he's like, "That's how we. That's how we're. That's how we're gonna fucking roll." Wow, that was a little much, but okay. Yeah, yeah, the fucking anchor man. Yeah, that escalated like, that quickly. That. <laughs> yeah. Escalated quickly. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, no, I you know. It's true. It's fun. Pat McAfee's great. He's the um, best. He's the fucking Pete best. He killed a guy. He killed a guy. Killian Dane. Fucking, yeah. Um, it kind of sets up a little bit for them to like go against Dane and uh Drake. And then of course, like for Undisputed to come make the save. Um, I'm I'm just excited with everything they're doing. Pat McAfee plays his role perfectly. I know there's people that still don't like him because they're dumb. Um, <laughs> because he's doing a good job. It's because he I is know. so grating, but it like comes off because like everything he's saying is like there's shreds of truth to it. That's and the thing. That's his the personality deal. is abrasive, and that's what turned me off at first. And then he, his his debut match was good, and then everything he's done since then is good. And it's the same thing where you can see through bullshit. And Pat McAfee looks like he wants to be there, and he's having a good time, and he cares. And he's bringing good stories to NXT. So it's like. And he's bringing yeah. eyes to wrestling because he is a huge star. Like, Jenna yeah. works with somebody who is a Pat McAfee, like, die hard. That's what. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Derek does too. Yeah, like, Oster, that. like, has a friendship with someone simply because be like of, in, of Pat McAfee. Like, mid 2000s. It'd be in the mid 2000s if Jim Rome showed up on, yeah. <laughs> on fucking Raw. Um, but. Uh, That's oh. such a good comparison. I know he, he, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows are both like friends with Jim Rome and show up yeah. on that show. I don't listen to Jim Rome anymore. I used to, but I did too. Yeah, they 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 show up on that show now sometimes, and I, I wish that I was listening my, to that. My favorite uh, Pat McAfee thing is that he always says Aaron Rodgers on, and Aaron Rodgers just seems like a cool fucker. I'm a Packer fan, obviously, but he's like, oh, I, I'm not at all, but I love Aaron Rodgers. He's the best. <laughs> but yeah, Pat McAfee's the best. The best. Pat McAfee's yeah, so Pat McAfee's the best. I also um we got some more uh Thatch's Thatch can uh tips from from Timothy Thatcher. I love that so... it's using like all the young guys and that the former um retro Anthony Green's now August Gray. And he is like fighting mm-hmm. like all the guys they signed from Evolve, which is cool because like Thatcher spent a lot of time in Evolve and it's like getting these guys acclimated and getting them up. It's like perfect. It's like I I love it. I just love Thatcher because He's crazy. The fucking uh, in ring, like live Thatcher's Thatch scans don't hit as good as the ones backstage, yeah. like the pre tapes. I agree with you. But it's, I, I just like Thatcher. 
I did too. I like the thing of like, now he's going to start tapping out, but I don't know if he's just trying to lure me into a trap. So I apply extra pressure and the guy's like, fucking let me out. It was really good. Yeah. The whole like, I love, like, I still love like, he has, in these Thatcher Thatch Can things, has actually explained how some of these submission moves like, are supposed to work that I didn't, never got. I right? was like, oh, it's just wrestling, but like, oh, there's actual real life psychology behind it. Like the whole like cutting bone thing. Yeah. That one, that's still like, I'd never thought of that. Like, oh, yeah. Like, and then also like in catch wrestling, um, like actual like, catch wrestling, the fucking cross face that he did is one of the most painful fucking things. Where he just like world. rolls his forearm over the guy's face. Like, it oh, it's so bad. That and, looks like, like it hurts. Like, especially it goes against the bridge of your nose. Like, you automatically start tearing up. Like, it just, it's, it's not good. I fell down a YouTube hole a while ago. There's, like, it's a former UFC fighter and, like, his training partner go through professional wrestling submission moves and, like, show, show if they, like, actually work or not. And then also give, like, a real-life version of them, if not. Ooh, like, that's cool. That's yeah, it was really cool. I'll have to find it. I never subscribed to him because the guy kind of seemed shitty in it, some other ways. Like, I see that. I mean, that doesn't surprise me, but yeah. But... It was, but it was still very fascinating and fun videos. Yeah, um, I don't want to forget. Uh, I love that Jake Atlas is still going full steam ahead at fucking Legato Del Fantasma. Fucking comes out with a fucking lead pipe, smashes yeah. uh, Raul Mendoza. Joaquin r- runs away. Escobar's cool. just like, all right, okay, I see you. Yeah, it's cool. Escobar just always looks like the coolest fucker in the. He room really too. does. He fucking he really does. does. Jake Atlas just channeling collective queer rage uh that exi- <laughs> has existed in the world lately yeah yeah it was, it was, it was good I'm, I'm excited for that to keep going yeah it was cool um and the main event tomasa champa versus velveteen dream i actually thought was the the weak point of the show but it is that's because just, i don't care about dream but also like, dream he's, he's getting yeah. beat up a lot which i'm okay with and tomasa cool. definitely um lays it in <laughs> Pretty thick. Mm. I think. I, I think with Tommaso, I'm just waiting for, to see what the next thing is. So this. To me, I think I'm they're not setting. I think they're him. setting it up now. Who do you think it's gonna be? I don't know, but I think they're yeah. setting it up now. It does. I mean, he, he, he's kind of in a Randy Orton esque zone right now. When Randy doesn't have, you know, different right now because Randy has the title. But like, Randy's just kind of always around, and he's too big for like any. Almost, he's almost too big for anything. Yeah. Like, like who do you pair him with? Yeah. Yeah, if he if he doesn't have the title, that's kind of where Champa's at right now. It's like, yeah, he's already past every like him going back to like the North American scene was like doesn't work as well as it does for Johnny because Johnny still has stuff to prove because like he never defends the title. Oh, yeah. um, we didn't talk about uh, um, oh, ultimate blue room Johnny. This fucking week. Johnny. Oh, and- Johnny loves wheels. Playing fucking the game of life with the scream killer. Um, That's right. So funny. Like, 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 I love that they're playing into some of the cheesiness of it and just like having fun with it. Like, calls him on the phone. It's like, I know you're sitting right next to me. <laughs> I love that so much. So um, and then also the Tony Storm Shotzi match was really good. Oh, aside yeah. from that one, yeah, uh, little botchski. Um, Candice oh, LeRae comes up on the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, says, "Hey, your tank's out here in the middle of the road." Runs it over. And tries to run it over and just pushes it for about 100 yards. Yeah. yeah, And and it's like they really should have pre-taped that a little better. I think so, too. Shotzi, I mean, Shotzi sold it so good. There was was one point in that match where it felt like Shotzi maybe got her bell rung a little bit. 
I feel like the last little bit of that match felt a little bit like they were making up for uh she just she was just moving really she was just flopping. You know what I mean? When somebody feels a little yeah. looks a little dazed. But she pulled it together and uh was uh, like she was like screaming crying when that uh, and Tony just being like, Oh, oh god. Yeah, Tony and like, Tony okay. like sitting in the background of it, just like, uh, what do I fucking do? <laughs> yeah, right. Just like fucking thirty rock with the broom, just there there. Don't be cry. <laughs> what a what what a what a fucking comparison. It makes so much sense though. Um yeah, that was NXT. That was NXT. Yeah. Um I guess that was I mean that's pretty much wrestling for the week. I, we did get some questions from Blurg. Oh jump into that. Fuck yeah. yeah. We're hit, we're hitting oh. our marks pretty good. Um all right, let's see. Yeah, so Blurg's question corner from Emma. Let's see. Do you like water? Do you like your water room temperature or iced? I don't like ice in my water, but I like fridge water. Oh, like from the fridge? I actually, I recently left my water bottle up at the practice space, and all week I've been drinking out of water out of a glass, and I've been enjoying just dropping two ice cubes in there. Oh, that's nice. I, I like it, yeah, out of the Brita, but like it's been in there for a while, so it's cold. Yeah. Yeah. But. Bridge I got water. sensitive. I, I like. Yeah. Oh, that's true. You got to be sensitive on that on them gums. I, I just got fillings literally yesterday. Ooh. So, uh, I, ice water. Ice water is nice. Ice water is nice water. That's what I fucking say, dude. Um, what's the best smoked meat? Ooh, that's so tough. Mm. Like I do love a good smoked beef brisket. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I mean, I just I use my trigger for everything. So I mean, like just. Yeah, you um, would be the expert on, on the on the matter here, I think. Brisket um, is so good. I really like smoked tri-tip. Um, chicken's great. I mean, just I, I love a good like uh like a New York strip on the Traeger and you just let it smoke with this a little bit. My dad does ribs on the Traeger oh, and yeah. it's real fucking good. Yeah, I yeah. think sm- smoked anything is is the way I like to go. I like a smoked uh almond. I like a smoked um pepper uh, pepper i like uh yeah i like th- i like things smoked smoked cigarettes uh, yeah <laughs> smoked a smoked lung yeah. uh matt if you had to start eating meat like heavy again by jumping into a smoked meat pulled pork oh that's a good solid. one too. solid you'd have a rough time i'd have a rough time but pork. what are you gonna do you know I, I stopped being vegetarian when I, I was vegetarian for like seven months. And then the first meat I ate was five guys. That's a lot, dude. I, I've been going back into it. I've, I've had fish a few times. Um, I've had chicken when we go out um, and it's good. But smoked chicken is, to me is not, not where it's at. Um, smoked chicken's fine. You just, it's fine, but it's just, just not what, what your brain goes to when you think of smoked it's meat. It's not the same upgrade of other meat being like smoked. Like versus all the ways of like preparing chicken, a smoked, like, like a smoked yeah. brit, but yeah, beef brisket, a smoked beef brisket is so there's it makes my mouth water thinking about it. Thanksgiving turkey, like I'm not a, the biggest turkey fan, but off the trigger. Oh, yes. that would on, be on good. His parents, I've never had on that. his parents as good as fuck. Do it. So yeah, on I, his parents do it, and it's great. I, I got an Instacart order yesterday from Fred Meyer, and for some reason, like they fucked up, but they gave me a whole chicken. So I'm gonna do one of the beer can chickens. Hell oh, yeah! Oh, nice. Hell yeah! Well, if, is that is I that go, for, was it? Was it my tonight's? fucking? Is that pay no, for you watching for, chicken? No, 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 that's just a uh, random day chicken. 
Man. The Saturday chicken. Saturday chicken. <laughs> that gonna be a Tuesday, maybe Wednesday chicken. Gonna be a Tuesday chicken. Um. Then finally, what trademark dance can you do the best? Uh, I don't know if I. If it's not definitely not trademarked, but I. I mean, I can floss, and I'm 30 years old, so mm. like. I've been known to pick up the change before. Um, oh, dude. Okay. <laughs> I used All to have right. a pretty I, pretty I, mean two step. I was to say to this day, I think I can still I can still two two step with the best of them. Yeah, I think I could I could give a good two step. So I'll say that. Oh God, we're all mid two thousands hardcore kids. I trash. know. I was gonna say, well, that's the only dancing I was ever around was like people doing fucking kicks and picking up the change. Yeah, or picking up watermelons, the, dude. The very first time I ever got into a, a, a circle pit um, was during August Burns Red at the venue. Hell yeah! And I immediately got spin kicked in the face and bit my cheek, and like the skin broke, like this huge strip of skin inside my cheek, but it's still attached. And so I went and I spit blood into the sink. And then there was this just hunk of skin hanging oh, out of my mouth, no. but still attached. Literally like five seconds in the first time I ever got into a hardcore pit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll say a two-step. It was you, during, I think, Endorphins. By oh, hell yeah. Red. Hell yeah. I remember, do, you remember when the fa- do you remember when the Faceless played in Caldwell? Oh, at the Caldwell venue? When, when the venue moved for like a couple months? I got socked in the face at that show. And I... That was lame, but um, that was weird. That was weird to see the faceless like at some it, real shithole place. Yeah, I never went to that location because I already had, had bad enough bad. experiences. Yeah, I had bad enough experiences with those owners before they moved. So. Yeah. yeah, they fucking sucked. But yeah, um, two step with the I, best of them, bro. I have a question for you two that I've I thought of last night, and I've been wanting like it's a really weird. Thing that I'm now curious for everyone in my life's answers. Oh no! In your person, what is your Mount Rushmore? Not of wrestling or anything specific. In your life, like of all things, what is your Mount Rushmore? Just for for, for people. Just oh, for folk. Okay, people. For folks that oh. are that are the greatest. Okay, specifically for you. Okay. Um, all right. Wow, that's tough. We can think back on this and have it when when Derek yeah is, g- give is me on. but everyone should me, think about this yeah I will week. think about this yeah I don't I can't off the spot because I know as soon as I do I'll be like I'll think of like eight other people that I wish was on there that's that's yeah. the issue because I was thinking it's like you always hear like Mount Rushmore of blank never just hear like oh this is my Mount Rushmore in general yeah that's fair yeah. I don't know just uh Jason Schwartzman Bill Murray Wes Anderson and uh. uh <laughs> Whoever else is in that movie? Uh, who else? I uh, Luke Will Luke Will Rushmore. Luke Wilson briefly. Yes, there you go. There it That's is. my Mount my Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Rushmore. She's my Rushmore from uh, Every Time I Die. I'd watch that still to this day. You know, I actually just listened to uh, what uh, not X Lives uh, Low Teens. Great record for the first time. Honestly, it's so fucking good. Map so change is good. one of the best songs they've ever written. They really do, dude. Yeah, I think so. They they really hit their stride, which is crazy to think. Hit their stride after post their first stride. I feel like they're like sitting good. Also, what, what a what a what a what a time to be fucking Andy Williams. Yeah, what a fucking time to be Andy Williams. Be nice. <laughs> it I, is. I think that that might be it. Unless might be you guys it. got anything? I got a pee. No. Eh, me too. <laughs> Same. I probably will the moment I stand up. I've been drinking Starbucks. 
Yeah. <laughs> I drank a can of Gatorade and a Tecate, so. <laughs> nice. Well, yeah, I, get, I mean, we didn't plug it at the beginning, but, you know, we're part of the Eavesdrop Podcast Network. Go check out shows there by going to jizz.biz, because I know you're nasty if you're listening to this show. you got to yeah, be nasty. Sick yeah. fuck. Shows, shows like We Do fuck. Keanu and all the other ones. <laughs> um, and the like. Yeah, I'm not the best to like do any of that because I have no idea. Yeah, um, go to uh, our link tree, and you'll just get all the links. I'm I mm-hmm. need to do that, but I'll the put Russell, all the links in one split. The so Russell Boys OnlyFans. Yeah, mm-hmm. our yeah our OnlyFans where you just get to see our butts. Yeah, non nudes, just cosplay. Oh, my butt's <laughs> nude on there. Oh, okay. Yeah, good. Full good, good, good. Just nude butt. Um, I. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, link tree. You've seen link tree before. It's like link ee slash genuine and wrestle boys. Yeah, get all the links. Um, I think that'll that's probably it. And if you're rejo- if you're rejoicing, rejoice, but the work is not over. Exactly. And also re- rejoice safely. We're still in yes. a giant oh. uptick of the pandemic. It like is it's, going- it's, it's as worse as it's ever been. It's literally had our record day this last week. So, um, yeah, stay home and celebrate responsibly. Um, Drink, drink a bottle of whiskey and have fun by yourself. Mm-hmm. Remember, like things are worth celebrating, but also not worth ignoring. Like mm-hmm. Ka- Kamala Harris w- yep. was pretty shitty to trans people when she was a prosecutor. Yep. Like hold these people in power, hold, like, them accountable. hold their feet to the fire, it's not like, over. hold them accountable. But yes, but but it's okay to feel fucking good because there's some good shit going on right now. It's, it, at least, I mean, at very at worst, there's been a good deal of harm reduction just done to yeah. a lot of communities that. You know, I've been put Fucked. in a pretty <laughs> shitty position four years ago. Like, yeah, I literally came out publicly as, as bi for the first time because of on election night 2016, because I knew how shitty things were going to be. And I still didn't know how shitty things were going to be. Um, So good God. Yeah. Like and I have it. I'm very privileged compared to a lot of people. So, uh, yeah, keep keep things moving. That's actually what I was going to say for Wrestle Boys 316. So instead say Russell boys 316 as uh, uh smoke that meat yeah <laughs>